Kipper. Welcome to the yeah. Camp Boy Podcast. What is today the winter solstice? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, the winter solstice. Happy winter solstice. Yeah. Happy Christmas week. Happy Christmas week. Happy Christmas week. We got uh, Rick Dalton in the house. This guy's, this, guy, this, guy's on, this guy's on TV more than the news. We watched, we watched uh, Raven's Home with our family yeah. the other day, starring uh, yours truly, John O. Wilson, who not for nothing is a guy I like. It is a guy, yeah. It's a guy I like. And, and I like then, you guys. You guys are two guys I like a lot. Yeah, and now uh, you're a guy that uh, America likes, I think. Yeah, really. Well... I, I hope so. It seems to be trending that way. I've got a lot of, um, you know, twelve-year-old Brazilian kids. For my kids now. <laughs> yeah. What's the what is the age demographic? Because like, what would you compare that show to? Like, uh, like a Boy Meets World demographic? Like, yeah, I think so. Right, I think right. so. Like, um, I think that. Uh, of course, my my parents are calling me right now. One second, let me decline. Hey, that. Get them on. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's like, well, it's interesting because I think there are a lot of like 10 to 14 year olds who watch. And then I think there are like, um, early twenties who watch. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Like, like, um, my roommate Greg was at a barbecue uh, a couple weeks ago and, um, one of his friends was like, how's your roommate doing? And he was like, oh, John's well, he's on the show Raven's home. And the girl was like wait, like the sequel to That's So Raven? And he was like, yeah. And she was like, oh my God, I love that show so much. Uh-huh, and he no. was like, do you have a young child? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, I didn't know it was a sequel to That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. got it. Are they doing like a Cosby, a Bill Cosby tie-in? Is he gonna? Um, is he gonna like when he gets out of he gets out of jail? Maybe on the show, like your character, guest star. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> but that's what I, I really want to flesh out your character more because your character is an ex-con on the show. Yeah, which is, it's an edgy choice for the for the Disney Channel. But um, yeah. I think we should kind of mine that a little bit more and like. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Wait, what did you go away for? Um, I stole all of my wife's money that she made from selling a product called the Schmop. Oh, wait, oh yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a Disney crime. Yeah. And then you turn it into the Sproom, right? And then I turn it into the Sproom. Oh, yeah. right, right. And, that's um, right. then I, I had to go to court and give her all of my money. And yeah. now I'm happily in their family again. They, uh, now will, will the show get like, will there be a thing where like Raven finds like peyote in one of the kids like <laughs> dresser drawers or something or, you know what I think. So I, I never watched, uh, that's so Raven, but I, I've heard that it was a little more like, a, like there would be those special episodes where like someone would be caught with weed or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, where it was like. The kid gets in trouble, but then they learn from it. Whereas, right. from what I've seen in Raven's Home, they really kind of stay away from it. Like, they had a vaping episode, <laughs> but it all turned out that, like, like the, during the whole thing, uh, one of the main characters, the kid, was like, guys, you shouldn't be vaping. And it was, like, five on one, and he was the only one being like, don't vape. And everyone was like, you're being a loser. And he's like, you guys are losers if you keep vaping. And I was like... No kid does that. Like, yeah, peer pressure right. is strong even into our 30s, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah every – you need one of those uh, if you or someone you know 
episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, every yes. show needs one of those. But like, yeah, yes. yeah what happened to the one, days where like? Because I mean, Saved by the Bell, she was addicted to like speed. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, like those were those were caffeine pills, actually. Okay, well, no, but like to wait, make yeah, it, what, to, what was the what's the difference? Yeah, I think I like say if you take if you take five caffeine pills, it's like having five cups of coffee. Oh, mm. all right. They made wow. They made him seem much worse. Uh, oh my god, yeah. they made it seem like she was on meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has like a full breakdown in Zach's room. <laughs> Doesn't know what day it is. <laughs> she, be, she still can't believe she hasn't taken her geometry test. She's all out of sorts. <laughs> they really made that much darker than it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, yeah. because the vaping, it's not really technically that bad for you. Mm. So it'd be interesting if they just turned the message around like that, and it was like pro vaping propaganda. Because it's like, yeah. it's, it's not really, well, it would be interesting because I know some kids are taking, they're opening up the thing and they can put uh, cocaine in oh, it. So yeah. you can, you oh. can, yeah, you can free base. Now mm. that would be, now that, now that you should see <laughs> that I would like to, no. to pitch to Raven to put on the right, show. Right. Yeah. That's something. That's something. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Cause yeah. Peer pressure these days really is done. Because you can just Google it, like, what is this going to do to me? I'll try that. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, you didn't really know because you had all those drug commercials that made it seem like you take one puff and your fucking life was over. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, hearing the first time I knew someone who smoked weed, and I remember being like, oh, my God. We're going down a slippery slope. I can't believe I'm even close to somebody who's puffed the magic dragon. Yeah, yeah. It blew my mind because of the commercials that were on you know yeah some kids would bug like one kid like he was he got like really angry in the cafeteria because we were you started smoking pot you know around like ninth grade and he's like he's like like was like scary he's like you guys are going to get addicted to that shit it's like dude again like i when i my my first girlfriend i ever had in the fifth grade kissed me on the cheek and i thought i had aids (laughs) (laughs) we've discussed this like it was it was terrifying back then and yeah doing drugs and yeah, now it's like just so. Uh, yeah, peer pressure must must be gone. No, you need to be like it needs to be like mainlining meth. You mm-hmm. know, like if if uh, if a TV parent walks in on like their teenage kids like boofing, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, bath salts, yeah, we right. we've got a problem. Right. But that's also yeah. going to be a hot app. <laughs> yeah, but also oh, like totally. you like uh, Phil, like you were saying, like a kid could say it can help with peer pressure too, because like a kid could Google someone on cocaine say for the first time and be like look this guy's acting insane i am not taking it i'll go i'll go and i'll go crazy you know what i mean like it could be could help kids with an excuse right yeah true you know uh yeah good points but but also psychedelics can help people find themselves so it'd be interesting if i would like to see tv shows take a more nuanced approach to the thing it's like look at we found i found peyote in my son's uh sneaker uh sneakers but like he's doing like really well in school and his teachers say he has all these really insightful ideas <laughs> about the universe right yeah yeah <laughs> also you know that commercial the in the solstice. 90s the commercial in the 90s where it's like mm. where did you learn this like i saw it from watching you that's pretty relevant and especially these la dads that go on these like psychedelic journeys yeah so it's like sure. where'd, where'd you learn to all these peyotes it's like with me, 
What about you with your fucking Run DMC t-shirt? Right. Now, yeah. now, now it's the dad walking into the room and there's this, this Peruvian guy in the room with him. Yeah. What the fuck is, who is so, this guy? No, dad, it's fine. He's just my ayahuasca guy. I, I learned from watching you, yeah. but I got on. I got a pro. I'm doing it like all on the up and yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like I you saw, Joshua Tree, I, dad. I saw my past, my present, and my future all at once. We're, we're good, dad. Yeah, this, right. We, we've, we're, we're just running through a, a decades, lifetimes, uh, repeated pattern that we've been doing over and over again throughout throughout the infinite structure of the universe and if we don't change it now we're going to come back again and face the same problems I'd lo- and then I slowly I'd, closes the door and walks out of the room. And then I'd love to see that dad like at a party. The Ravi Shankar just comes back on again. That dad like at a party like to my son's fucking rust coal. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you're in your yeah. you're in your at home studio like, all day. Yeah, I, I walked in on my my kid and this Peruvian guy, and there was uh, buckets of ayahuasca, but he started making a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> thinking, yeah. About, thinking about quitting my job, and um, yeah, we're gonna, be, we're gonna start a farm in the backyard. You got to be careful with those. That's one way to lap your parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking, right, right. You want to keep them away from the from the uh, the cactus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think I, I think cactus drugs need to come into like more mainstream TV and stuff like that, because that's Mm. where it's going. It's like, it's not just like acid or like a little weed or something right now. Like you got to factor in that your kids are going to be doing cactus drugs now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cactus drugs. (laughs) Wait, so wait, so you just coined that term. I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I'm a kid. I don't know. Some kind of fucking cactus. I think it just must be really hard. Like that, that's something you really got to be mindful of being a parent in Los Angeles and New York, especially like, yeah, you got to be careful how hard you're going to come down on your kids because some of the parents I know in this city. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta watch out for the tweak. That's going to fuck your kid shit up pretty good. Yeah. And if you if you learned the tweak from your parents, mm-hmm. oof. Oh, yeah. boy. You're in trouble. Yeah, also, wow. though, you know, one thing is, like, what the parents tweak. what parents weren't really hip to is, like, when you would walk in, like, if, you, if my parents came in and I'm reading a Carlos Castaneda book, like, they shouldn't be like, oh, Brandon's, like, doing some, like, extracurricular reading that's not on the syllabus. It's like, <laughs> no, he's, he's getting into fucking, he's getting into peyote buttons. And, and that's right, cool. yeah. <laughs> he's interested in, like, or you've got the, your kid's got, like, he's reading Fair and Loathing or, like, even mm. any of those things. It's just, like, uh, that's, the, the, that's the smoke signal right there. Yeah. 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 I don't think I want to be a parent. <laughs> no. I, I know. I know. I totally agree. It's like, I, I listen, I, I'm definitely not ready now. <laughs> I, I'm just starting to get a, a small grasp on how to take care of myself. And like, you know, like very recently I was like, I should invest. Um, and, and like, you know, so I'm not, I'm not ready to start a 529 for my kids. because He will not be going to college. Yeah. But by, (laughs) but by the way, like, so you just said that you're, you're getting better at taking care of yourself and that's a, that's a never ending journey. Mm. So like, what the fuck's the point? Yeah. Like I don't fucking know what I'm doing necessarily. So yeah. I know, but, it, but then but then you also hear like so many people like, you know, our our parents generation and even like my friends now who have kids, I feel like they're like, Yeah, we, we there's nothing you can do to prepare for it. You no, just of course, decide yeah. you want to do it yeah, and you right. do it and you know, every now and then you go on a golf trip with your friends and you get hammered for four days and then come back and thank your wife for watching the kids or husband yeah. 
But if you think like if you think you know it's true, I, I appreciate good that. good catch, good Jono. Catch. Yeah. Really good catch. Yeah, no, I don't um, wanna, you know, yeah, we uh, it, it, is that you think like it's easy for for kids to lap parents now. Mm. Think about how easy it's going to be. I mean, they're going to be like the Jesse Owens of fucking like drugs. Like kids are going to want to be getting their allowance in crypto, <laughs> and like it's just yeah, going to be totally. like yeah, for well, sure. yeah. I, well, all right, so yeah. It's just it's it's just a mess. So you really just have to give up, and maybe the kids will start parenting the adults, and the whole thing will be re- roles will be reversed. Hmm. Well, I, th- I think that's a good point too, because like parents are not nearly or, and are not going to be as adept on social media as kids will be, and kids are going to be learning things way faster and way earlier, and the parents are going to be like, wait, what are you talking about? What is this drug that you're on right now? I, I do not know what's <laughs> yeah, happening. Yeah, right, right. I, I know cat this drug, but I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. yeah like, no, kids are like, they, they have like their angels at the dinner table with them. Like, like God, God particle drugs. Yeah, no, totally. It's like, yeah, they're, they're tapped. They're literally tapped into the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you have to like, you have to grapple, grapple with them yeah. and their guides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, uh, yeah. no, the invisible friend is now like real. No, real. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. my, my kid, I've got to deal with my kid and his fucking spirit animals and and by the way they're fully real and (laughs) they're running they're running the show now so like yeah you you've got to you gotta you have to have one foot in the household and the other foot in the astral realms (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like a nightmare yeah Oh, it man. really does. Yeah. Speaking of um, drugs, though, because um, like we just launched our first, <laughs> we, we just we just launched our first Camp Good Boy line, line of Camp Good Boy merch. Mm, yeah. Which, by the way, all the listeners can go. Um, you can get that. What's the shop? I guess uh, Teespring. T e e spring yeah and like that's the meat and potatoes line but then like there will like next year we'll do like a limited edition like Jono line you know We're like <laughs> yeah yeah right never, right. N- never miss a wilson app and it's <laughs> yeah. like or yeah we have wilson and it's the volleyball with Jono's face oh yeah it. there you go that's Whoa, the thing that's like drawn idea. in like the blood though yeah like the, uh, tom yeah. hanks yeah. yeah that would be amazing we got we'll do that and, and you know obviously give you a cut but um <laughs> oh, we, uh, thank you. Thank you. we'll have that. we'll have our attorneys uh get with you on that uh close yeah, tilt. like 5% or something. But, like, and I, because we were talking about, like, well, if that takes off and we can do that, like, we can start our own clothing line. But I had this idea because somebody, we we have a, a chat group where we somehow it turned into us roasting clothing <laughs> ads on Instagram. Yeah, right, right. And, um, and uh-huh. then one person sent a suit and it was, like, really, it was kind of like a, a jumpsuit, but it had, like, a southwestern. Uh, motif and I was like well that would be a great outfit for oh, yeah. um, eating mushrooms mm. and everybody wears them but I was thinking an entire clothing line towards whatever drug you're on like there's Ooh. a different it's like you have sweaters when it's in traditional clothing lines you have sweaters if it's if it's warm out or like mm. you know shorts for, sure. for, for going to Key West what about like an entire outfit for like if you're going on that weekend coke bender mm. with like your college so that's buddies. just like a brown leather jacket <laughs> yeah but I was a thinking a brown of, leather jacket and a mouth guard <laughs> yeah, it, like yeah. a toothpick yeah. it would also be clothes that feel good on your skin so Ooh. like we could get a whole testing crew we could be those testers it's like the gaming clothes that's what I was thinking so yeah. 
there's a line of clothes that are marketing yeah. to, to Cloak that are, are um, shout out to Cloak, our friends company, are marketed towards gamers. If mm. it was like we would eat peyote and we'd try out different fabrics to see like what feels the best on this particular drug. Mm. And like meth, because I, I don't think anything feels comfortable because you're like t- ripping your skin off. Like you but might, for that, you might you have like a protective... A particular thing, or something that could sign something like some aloe that could go into the skin to kind of oh, ease yeah. that, and uh, and and that. a and a Slipknot T-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. baggy jeans, yeah, and, yeah, and like a uh, yeah T-shirt yeah, for uh, Lord Rock or whatever. Those. <laughs> yeah, see now you guys are thinking outside the box. Yeah. So uh, then, I, and I like this. I like this. And, it's, and then uh, like heroin is just like what, what is what is that? Um, like yeah, like a, like an oversized like. Jazz man suit That's like Lick. a snuggie Yeah No I mean We would test We would You know I yeah, wouldn't right, shoot But right. I'd, we'd snort And just to get This has been This right. has been like Snort heroin approved Comfort level Like obviously It would be a liability To do shooting up tests But we could oh, We'd do some gorilla stuff And oh, maybe just Yeah gorilla suit We could find volunteers Yeah Just go down to skid row you're, and, uh, saying, you know, you're saying Clothes that would just Feel good to do In those drugs But that also would have Like a look it would be there. It yeah. would be it would be functioning on all verticals. It would yeah. be like you know it would how it would feel, how it would look. It'd be mm. like a certain style, like because like if somebody you know, saw you on the street, they'd be like, "That guy's definitely on peyote right now." Yes, and yeah. other people that are in those suits. So if you were taking peyote and you were like going out clubbing, which is that's a it's a hot night, you could see other people that have their peyote outfits. So you'd be like, They're "Dude," oh, and you yeah. start a yeah. little drug family. The problem is then you're gonna get the posers who aren't on it. They just like the drip. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, which is fine. It's More cool. money for you. Yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Drugware. Yeah. Drugware. Ooh, I like yeah. that. I'm not gonna be on Raven's home after this, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we just get we just get audio of me being like, guys, I'm not doing it because it's not cool. Yeah. You but- know, just like just like the characters on the show. I think. Wait, yeah, was, I think and then right. was was there a uh, was there a thing at the end of that episode that said like you know if you're if you're someone you know is vaping or no? Yeah, they had like the whole cast, not me, but like the main cast was like sitting in their living room and they all like uh, spoke to camera and they were like, if you know someone who's doing this, like tell them they shouldn't or uh, oh you know, wow, like wait, yeah. you know what would be funny though since your character you're kind of the bad boy on the show. If they they then switched to you and you said the same thing, but then the button was you just hit a vape. And, and <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or I just walked in and at like mid sentence of someone, I walked in with a vape. And I'm like, Hello. <laughs> Hello, family. I'm feeling quite a buzz from this vape. Anyone want to try? <laughs> I, dude, your accent on the show is amazing. Do you, have they pinpointed what area of the UK <laughs> that yeah, that, right. that accent lines no, up with? No, no. I went into the. <laughs> I got the audition the day before, and I went into the audition, and I was just like, um, I just thought in my head, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, and then I just did it. I have no idea how accurate it is, and they were like, oh, yeah, that's that guy's British. Yeah. Have you got, caught some flack from British people at all? Um, I, I did... Uh, I think someone on Instagram once wrote a, wrote like so funny to hear Americans try yeah, uh, right. British yeah. accents and I was like whatever it's, it's, at, at the real Keith Richards or because like when I when I hear people you know like big like Jack Nicholson comes into my mind in The Departed like doing a Boston accent and I'm like wow that is bad yeah mm-hmm. no they, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. You escaped like the really, no accent for you though. 
No, no accent. That's from me, my biggest. People in my family who have like Worcester accents from Massachusetts accents, and I never got one. Like my parents don't. My brother doesn't. I want a Boston movie that gets made and no one has accents. Yeah. Think we could try that? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you don't need one. Even if, like, you're, even if you are from, like, Southie, for example, not everybody has an accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've met so many people from Boston that don't have one. Then you go see a movie that takes place in Boston, like, Everyone. the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I have I met a lot of people <laughs> from Boston that do have it, too. Well, that, yeah, no, I get it. But, um, but no, I hear what you're saying. But, like, yeah, it wouldn't have made it sense for you to, like, come in and be like, so I'm auditioning for Raven's house uh, now, yeah, man. Right, yeah, We're going right. to fuck with these kids with the vaping. Yeah. You know, I think I think that character would have maybe done the, the more extreme um, yeah. Uh, criminal action. Yeah, yeah no, you yeah. know who that character could be is if they wrote a character who was like one of your buddies from back in the day that comes into the comes back into your life, and it's one of those like Guy Ritchie dudes. Yeah, yeah, one of my bad influences. That yeah. be that could be fun. No, thank you, Jono. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> they, they should just yeah, they, cast, get, they get a couple pikeys in there. They should just cast Vinny Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. That would actually be really funny if like I'm I'm talking like this the entire time, and then my friend's like, oh, no. And then I just laugh at everything I'm saying. I'm like, that's exactly right, Roscoe. That'd be great. I would love if uh, Raven would just turn over the writers' room to Camp Good Boy for like a three episode arc <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, of, right, right. of the like the Guy Ritchie oh your, your family from the UK. It's like the, the whole Guy Ritchie mafia comes oh in, and it's God. literally like yeah, it's like all those dudes because like they the, got to have an episode. They should have an episode where you take your son back to London to like show him the the, the motherland. Yeah, who's this I mean, little fucker? You know, I I've, I pitch a lot of these ideas to the writers, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, you're a guest star that has five lines in every episode. Can you leave us alone? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> wait, so it was That's So Raven, and now Raven's Home, and then... Yeah. Uh, so wait, what was the premise of That's So Raven? I never watched it. So That's So Raven was Raven Baxter, right. her best friend, Chelsea Daniels, who is my ex-wife in the show. Okay. And um, their friend, I, I don't know what his name was, but Orlando... Um, Bloom? <laughs> I want to say Bloom, but it wasn't Bloom. It's a guy that, like, he's struggled with a bunch of uh, drug problems since the show. And, mm. um, yeah. Um, but it's those three friends, and it really revolves around Raven's family. And the whole premise is that Raven is psychic. And so every episode, she has a vision that then either like brings everything together in the end or causes her to, you know, act in a certain way that tries to prevent the action, but then it happens a different way than she had saw, seen it or whatever. Oh, wow. And then Raven's home. Does she still have that power? So yeah, she does, but uh. they really just concentrate on her son having the visions in this. Mm. Oh, Oh, in this okay. So got there it, is it, like it, room it. for a DMT. Yeah. They're all, <laughs> <laughs> and and to get some cactus drugs in there because that can really like enhance those those uh, abilities. I think. Yeah, the vape thing actually should, to really scare kids. I should have come in with a vape and said, "Oh my god, I just had a vision." <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, wow, I didn't know it had that like supernatural element to it. Yeah, it was the longest running Disney show. Yeah, that wow. was like their Cheers. Seven seasons. She's kind of like the Disney Channel's like Ted Danson. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
for sure. She's great. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I'm I'll ne- I'm never gonna miss a Jonowet. But are you are you pretty? What are you on like every other episode, or what's the breakdown there? No, I've done I've done six episodes in the last two seasons. Which, oh, okay. Relatively speaking, they did. I think they're doing eleven or thirteen this season. But last season they did twenty six. Oh wow! But they do. So, do they get into like the subreddits and see that people are like, we want more Jono? I, you know, I really don't think so. I, I got to be honest. I don't think there's that much um, planning when it comes to each episode, right. to be honest. I think yeah. they just are kind of like, what can we do, guys? And they're like, yeah. what if uh, he sees the future and thinks his parents are getting back together and that doesn't happen? They're like, sure. We've done that three times already, but we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you, you know? see there was I just saw a story like uh, like before we started this is that there was a a vacant and empty hospital in LA that the Disney Channel used for a medical show as the covid in LA is just going crazy Really But like where was LA on that Yeah I like, agree We're running out of hospital space well, why didn't well, you it's fucking the use same, this It's hospital? the same fuckers where I, when COVID started and the whole mandate was you don't need a mask, mm-hmm. but hospitals do. Mm-hmm. So I went to a hospital and donated my masks and the security guy was like, oh man, we're good. I was like, okay, no. First of all, <laughs> when somebody takes the time to come like donate <laughs> yeah, right. PPE to the hospital, like even if you're good, you, you, you take the PPE. <laughs> yeah, right, but it's right, like, right. This, yeah. is the, this is the infrastructure we're dealing with here. So it's like, yeah. and now... You know, here we are. But this, here we are, six yeah, really. months later. This hospital was just sitting there empty, and Disney was like, I'm, "Yeah, they're not going to use they're, it." They were like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, just, "It's such a that's a, it's such a." I mean, no, no, no. but like, what a where like L A like wake up? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. L A wake up. That's a hashtag. L <laughs> A wake up. I, I didn't. They were like, I feel like they were coming down on Disney, but it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, it, it all looks like it should be them, but it's like, no, like no, no, Disney's, Disney's like, I wonder what the show was, is. I don't know. Don't just ask him. He's like, I don't know. That's so what it is. It's just like fucking Yoda. Dude, there was just an ad on TV for, uh, or was it not an ad on TV? It, it Bringing my next point, it should be an ad. Um, the cops with the battering rams. Uh, but they're like the ones that one person can hold with yeah, like the yeah, two yeah. that can get you into any basic yeah. apartment. And I, I wonder if you probably can buy those on some kind of like... Those like weird janky like ninja weapon shops, At, like a cop auction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're but like we're like we're uh, Elwood Blues gets the cop car. Totally, because like we used to do Ding Dong Ditch when we were kids, but that would be taking it to such a fucking better uh, level. Because that I feel like it's one, it's one hit and you're in. Yeah, but just you could just yeah. go and like with your buddies and just like in the middle of the night and just like slam the door uh, open. Those things must give you such a like, feeling you know, of power. Get in the car and drive away. Yeah. 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 What is that? It's just open and bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks very satisfying. Oh my God. It's, yeah. it, in, in a lot of ways, it's like a simple machine where you, mm-hmm. you, you, you use a very little amount of energy to get a, a maximum result. It's one of those things. It's just like you lift right, it. It's right, like a heave, yeah. ho, and then it's like the door just flies off. I, I, I would imagine. I have to imagine that's literally one strike. Yeah, they should have those because they have shooting ranges, and you mm-hmm. go there and you shoot a gun, and that like relieves stress. Mm-hmm. They should just have like battering ram ranges where you just go. Yeah. Oh, you're just opening door, lift and run. That's a great idea. I well, they have those. Gr- they have those axe throwing places yeah. now. Yeah. So that yeah, feels like it, it, it seems like the da- most dangerous 
most dangerous things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. And, the, and if, it, I feel like those are like first dates. Yeah. Yeah, they hey, are. Like I'm seeing a lot of like the girls doing it, and it's like a like when what the fuck? I see it on Instagram a lot. Videos of like axe throwing. Mm-hmm. That's like the new like. Yeah. What do you what? Do you, what should our first date be? <laughs> axe throwing. Let's go. Let's go axe but throw. but There's bat, this battering ram. A battering range. ram range. Yeah, that's a no brainer. It'd be so satisfying. Oh, that'd be great. You and you just open. It's like I don't know twenty doors. And you know how good of a workout that is. Also, yeah. You know, dressing up as cops and raiding your friends' houses as a prank <laughs> seems like so fun. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, you, you're gonna have to pay for a door the next day, but yeah, that is a fun <laughs> prank. Still kind of worth it. <laughs> no, dude, yeah. let me just Venmo you for that door. Check, check out door prices. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so John, what do you got on uh, deck for the uh, for the holidays? Are you heading back to uh, DC area, uh, Boston? Well, I'm headed to um, Massachusetts. I feel like shameful saying that, but I was supposed to head back tomorrow. But speaking of me being on TV, I'm um, shooting an AT&T commercial tomorrow. Cha-ching. Oh, nice. There you go. Cha-ching. Which um, I, hope, I hope will just play nonstop to the point where people are sick of seeing my face on television. Um, yeah. But then I'm going to head back on Wednesday and be with uh, my family and my brother and his uh, new fiance. Mm, nice, congrats! Which, uh, yeah, mm. so that'll be that'll be fun. I'm gonna go home for a week. By, by the way, you know what? Having to uh, postpone flying home for Christmas because you booked a commercial is What's so that? so L A. It's so LA. It's so LA. Oh man, that really is. So LA. It's Wait, are, so LA. are you going to be the main star of the commercial? No, it's one of those um, Lily commercials. Oh, you know, I was just, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a band. Yeah. Yeah, you should uh, ask her if she remembers being at a drunk old ladies concert at uh, Genghis Cohen. Genghis Cohen a couple years ago. Our band had a show and she was in the front row dancing. Yeah. I have the pictures oh, to yeah? prove it. Yeah. yeah, I'll text you the pictures. Right. You can be like, remember this? <laughs> and she's like, Get this fucker off my set. Yeah, really. She's going to be like, I'm trying to direct and star in this commercial. Can you just shut up? And I'll be like, yeah, no problem. I get this from the writers on Raven's Home all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a question for you, though. And I was actually thinking this is like, so, you know, Flo, I mean, to some some extent, Lily, because she's a recurring character. But like Flo has literally made a career for herself. Mm as that part and yeah. I'm, I'm oh, sure yeah. she's got like I'm sure she's got like a nice like 1.2 mil house in Los Feliz Hills yeah. like you know like so, some kind of like in that yeah in that probably range and she's straight dude I, mm. I mean she never has to do anything oh, she's- if that was if it was like if the offer came to you by you know whoever makes these offers and <laughs> essentially nobody but if they came and were like Jono you have you can go two paths you can go we're going to uh, guarantee you a recurring thing on commercials for the next 7 years but you can never be an actor in anything else again but you're going to be straight chilling mm. or the the blue pill which is you're left to your own devices and you're very talented. You, you know, you got your things and you can go do it on your own. Mm. Which do you pick? Or the cactus or the cactus pill, which is, which is a design and clothes for the camp. Good boy drug line. (laughs) (laughs) Which, Um, which pill do you take? You know, at this point in my life, I would say, uh, I say no to that deal. And I, I trust my self and go for TV and movies Mm -hmm. more. Um, but like you know, ask me again in 
five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> you get back from vacation. Yeah, no, because it's interesting because if you are that guy, like the the male flow or whatever, whatever they they make for you, like bry guy or whatever. Yeah, like, really. It's everywhere so you go, like you're you're in Austin for the weekend, like for South by, like you're you know your buddy directed an indie film, like you're all down there. It's like everywhere you go, it's like bry guy. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, who is the guy? Who's like the guy version? Like, like, can you hear me now? I guess he would in like Captain Obvious. How many times do you think that guy's heard? Can you hear me now? Yeah, totally. And then, and then he felt like so pumped when he got to go move over and do Sprint. Yeah. Right. Like, oh yeah, that was that's like right. This big thing where he's like, "Nice, I'm back." And like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Flo has done a pretty good job at making sure that she basically now just gets to do her own sketches. Yeah. Oh my God. You know? those and, com- yeah. is, that, is that progressive? I did the, I did yeah. the um, uh, wardrobe fitting today and the, the um, <clears throat> costume designers were like, yeah, the girl who plays Lily, uh, Milana, I think her name is, she like writes all of these now and directs them. So she's definitely getting, she's getting to flex some creative muscles. I think that that's also hard to come by, but like, she and Flo are doing it, and I'm I'm sure that it's fulfilling in that way. I just I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know if I'd want to go down that road. But the other thing is though, you know, um, the girl in the eighteen T commercials. She was she's been on a bunch of TV shows and movies too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I, you know that is a good point because that. commercials are getting more. You know, it is it could be a new outlet to just it's like. Okay, yeah, you can do SNL or you can do TV shows or you can be a regular on this commercial, but you're going to have a little bit more creative control. It's like you your can, own show you, almost. You, yeah, you kind of can make it. Yeah, yeah, it actually is. So I mean, no, those well, pro- those, dude, those progressive. Dude, Bennett, at, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Beck Bennett, who he did AT&T commercials where he was like talking to a bunch of kids, if you remember, and like he would uh, be talking about AT&T and say, you know, stuff like if you want to talk to somebody, you want to talk to them on the phone with good service and the kids would say funny things. And they were really, it was a really funny campaign. And then he got on SNL after that. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. So uh, who the hell knows? Yeah, no, it's, it is kind of just like, yeah, these days and especially with like social media, your, your ability to kind of turn something into something that it might not have been like six years ago where you were just like the, the dude from this, the Verizon commercials mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and, and you were a, that guy at the bar that everyone's just like, yo, commercial yeah. dude. Yeah, no. Well, now with like flow, because those commercials are so, it's almost like her, those commercials are like the star now. And mm-hmm. as opposed to just being flow and you'll be like, oh, hey, flow, like walking down the street. Now it's like, oh, there's flow. But I don't know. Those commercials are more than just commercials yeah. now. They're like spoof, yeah. they're like spoofing and, 80s sh- movies and they're yeah. like. There you go. It's like, mm-hmm. more, yeah, that's interesting that they're giving them more control. It's, wow, wow, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a I nice guess, deal, I guess actually. He said, like, listen, Jono, you get to, Jono and Michael Try is now going to be um, the campaign for, you know, Verizon or whatever. Mm. I, and you guys can write the sketches and everything. I might be like, hell yeah, let's do it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Because, yeah, those, those progressive ads, I'm like, it, it it almost feels it. Not, it all makes sense now. If if she's the one that's writing and directing them, I don't know if right. Flo's doing that, but if Lily's doing that now, it 
It does feel like that, I guess. Yeah, now, like now the, that I know that. Those Lincoln McConaughey ads, like, I almost want them to, like, turn that into a movie. He's definitely writing those. He has to be. Yeah. yeah. yeah those, those, yeah. yeah and, those. Then, and I think Johnny Depp is also writing and directing those cologne ads where he goes out and, like, digs a hole in the desert. <laughs> yeah, he's, he definitely he's wrote definitely that directly. He, he, you know who's not I, coming yeah, after him? For, is, um, is writing those necessarily. I think that's maybe giving him a little too much credit, I think. <laughs> He's just like, just let me get in the car and drive, man, and I'll figure something out. And then he just talks nonsense, and they're like, got it, picture lock, we're in. Yeah. And I, I love how it's for like, it's for like, what, a Lincoln? Yeah. Wow, why does a Lincoln I need to be that deep? Yeah. <laughs> I know, because it's they basically, it's like the official car of town car drivers. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've right. never met yeah, anyone really. that's like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about the Range Rover, but I really like this Lincoln over here. That's a great, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, unless uh, you're like De Niro and Goodfellas. Or, like, uh, or Raylan Givens and Justified. Yeah. I, I love that he drove that Lincoln town car. Right. Yeah, that's right, he did. That's a great show. But no, uh, yeah, oh, those McCon- And then isn't he in also in Wild Turkey ads too? Mm-hmm. See, I think, yes. uh, yeah, I think, I think he's writing all these ones. It's just yeah. like, now I'm going to land in the pool. It's just like, does he know this is a Lincoln ad, not True Detective? You know who's not giving um, Johnny Depp ads? Wine companies. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's just like in the, in the ad, like uh, taking a sip, throws the bottle at his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you say that, and now I wonder, I mean, Depp could be a great choice for the Camp Good Boy uh, heroin ads. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for, our, for our heroin line, you just have Depp. I mean, he's, 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 he's seen better days now. He looks like a, he now looks like a Tim Burton character he might have played oh, like 15 wow. years yeah, ago. Oh, wow, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. He really they should, does. Tim Burton and him should actually write a movie that's like Johnny Depp's life now. And he is the character as himself. And don't, it's, it's basically looks like a like a. Don't you know, put it past him. Yeah, uh, that'll probably. That'll, I mean, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm gonna have real scissor hands put on. <laughs> in a real I'm having. I'm, I'm taking some time off to get a surgical procedure so I can get real scissor hands put on. <laughs> Rolling in the depth. <laughs> oh, speaking of movies, uh, I've just heard across the board, and I guess maybe this is kind of obvious of just people just hating hated Tenet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. movie we called it, boys. I mean, I, I don't. I haven't met one person that liked it. Apparently, it is nope, like either. fucking brutal. And I mean, I had no plans of seeing it anyway. Apparently, it just makes no sense. My brother started watching it last weekend, and he was like, um, "I was like, I, I've only heard bad things about it." And he's like, "It doesn't matter. Like the way that Nolan's directing this is so cool." And then, like thirty minutes later, he was like, "Yeah, it's not great." <laughs> yeah. Mr. Backwards? No, yeah, somebody proposed if I wanted to go down to San Diego um, because theaters are open to see Tenet, and I was like, uh, no. The, yeah. uh, the world won on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of just, like, them forcing Tenet down our throats. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Oh. Next time a pandemic comes around, Christopher Nolan's going to be, uh, he's going to be keeping his mouth oh. shut well, a little also, bit more. here's a novel idea, Christopher Nolan's, uh, forwards. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of it? Uh, yeah. Have you heard it? Try it out. I <laughs> think you might discover some things. Four words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here. Christmas uh, vacation. This is where Clark gets stuck in the attic, uh, which he never should have done because the fucking presents were already wrapped. Yes. <laughs> no, that is true. It's like, what a fucking moron. I never understood that. Yeah. He's hiding the presents upstairs that are already wrapped. And Rusty and Audrey are already past the age of believing in Santa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he finds the old videos. Yeah. This was like Chevy's last great 
I know people like him in Community and stuff, but like this was his last great film role. I've never seen Community. Neither have I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just didn't appeal to me. I don't know. But people love it. Yeah. No, he, this was like the last one. He still had his cool on Christmas Vacation. Yeah, he did. And then he got like. Ah, he, Vegas he Vacation. Got like, he got like Vicodin Puffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge supporter and defender of Vegas Vacation. Yeah, I like that one. Not so much him. <laughs> Just the movie, like, the yeah. movie in general. I mean, he's kind of he's he's not that cool. He doesn't have that Griswold like he's he's not he's not that sparky in it. Yeah, but that movie's great. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, so uh, what? What's on the what's on the menu for the uh, for the Wilson uh, Christmas vacation? You guys uh, well sit around listening to Camp Good Boy. Not, <laughs> not a not yeah. I think uh, you know in house partying, and that's about it. Yeah. You know. That's um, we'll tell, yeah. Wait, our restaurants are definitely open in Boston, though, right? I oh, think but they you are. can't. But you really can't sit outside. No. Uh, no. But wait, yeah, is indoor dining open in Boston? Uh, I believe so. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I believe so. Fucking L.A. You can't close Smitty's. We're, yeah, right. yeah. What am I fucking? Wait, I'm gonna eat my fucking ba- bangers and mash outside. Wait, John, do you that. do you have any friends back in Boston named Sully? <laughs> You know, I, I don't, but my brother Jesus. grew up with a Sully. Oh, okay. I mean, so, that's like, how can you not have a Sully? Yeah, yeah you got to have a Sully. <laughs> you got to have a Sully. You got to have a Sully. Did you have any friends that got in, like, went the way of, like, the Irish mob? <laughs> not that I know of. Not that I know of. But I did know a guy out here who was from uh, Boston who his <laughs> father worked with... Uh, or worked for Whitey Bulger. Oh, nice. That counts. That's a yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a yes. But I didn't meet him in Boston. I, I only knew him here. I was just thinking, just because that's a, that is a great question. <laughs> that is a but, great question. But if we didn't know you and we were interviewing you, you just asked. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, my dad worked for Whitey, you fucks. <laughs> yeah, we got to cut this up. I'm going to fucking, they're going to find me in a ditch <laughs> off the, uh, yeah, over like, by the big gang. So growing <laughs> up in Boston, do you have any dick. friends that went the way of the, <laughs> the Irish mafia? Oh, my God. That'd be good. Uh, that's a valid question. You know, in Boston. Like, what is this interview? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Now, uh, As we said last week, the holiday's coming up. Yeah. And you want a good stocking stuffer. Look yeah. no further. Yeah, and you can get that overnight shipping, uh, Pachamama CBD. Just, you know, take a little stress off the holidays. Just uh, tons of stress off the holidays. Yeah. And, I mean, it doesn't have to be a stocking stuffer. You could buy <laughs> yeah. a ton. And, and Well, you need, yeah, you need to buy a lot to really stuff the stock. You just <laughs> yeah, right. stuff an entire stocking with Pachamama <laughs> CBD. Wow, that, that no one ever saw that coming, the day where you would put weed into a stocking. I know. And it was, it's like not, you don't have to, like, it's not like something your cousin gave you that was visiting or like you have to be sneaky about it. By the way, it's like, I mean, oh, CBD. C- this, <laughs> is, this is the slippery slope. It's funny because they're saying how like, well, weed leads to other drugs. And now it's like CBD is kind of like coming in the back door. And it's like it's going to kind of it's going to lead to weed gummies. Interesting. And then it's how- going to lead to it might lead to like, you know, hash brownies. And then that can maybe lead to heroin. Yeah, Interesting gateway. Weed just led to more w- w- different kinds of weed. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, it, it really did. But the but the Pachamama, I'm a regular user, morning, evening, so and was our afternoon. Dad. Yep. yep, and uh, the creams, I know, are mm-hmm. great. 
Um, I rubbed some on my knee the other day. Yeah. God, it's like I got a new knee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw you, you, you like, you, you can't feel anymore. It's like, you're just running on, it's like makes you paralyzed. I mean, that's what happens when it's, when you're multi award winning and organically grown. And when you're clean label certified, certified and purity awarded by the clean mm-hmm. label project, your muscles mm-hmm. are just like, uh, it's like heroin for your muscles. Yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> CBD is basically legal heroin. Uh, single origin. They use one farm and one family of plants from Colorado. Um, uh, our superfood ingredients are ethically sourced from around the world. It's just like, it's good, clean product. Yeah, it's very clean. Good, clean product. Certified. So if you're trying to do some last minute Christmas shopping, you're going to want to go to enjoypachamama.com. That's enjoy, E-N-G-O-Y, not some, like, cool yeah. spelling. Uh, Pachamama is P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A.com. Enjoypachamama.com. Type in Camp 15 at checkout. Get 15% off. Get it in the mail. Sneak around. Throw it in that stocking yep. <laughs> when no one's looking. Yeah. Well, you know when Santa's on that C- CBD, he's sliding down those chimneys with ease. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Yeah. God, and, and you know... It, yeah, maybe to put a CD, CBD droplets in his milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just get there, he's, he hasn't left your couch. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he, he wakes you up asking for more cookies. <laughs> oh, oh so, sorry, I forgot your presence. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, go enjoy Pachamama.com, Camp 1-5. All right. Uh, back to the show. Back. Oh, Wait, do you, uh, do you know any friends that have uh, gotten COVID in L.A.? Uh, no, no. Doesn't exist. Um, yeah. Oh, God, it, it sucks that these. And I'm these re- so sick of this lie that's being perpetrated. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that all. Wait, what have you been doing? I mean, the, because of these restaurants being closed, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. No Korean. Yeah, what have I been doing like here? Yeah, like yeah. Well, I mean, now you got you've been on doing the show, so but you're keeping busy. Yeah, I've actually, I, I've actually had like the most successful time I've ever had in LA <laughs> in the last like four months. I love that. Yeah, because yeah, like the first time you were on when the COVID first hit, it was like, hey man, how's it going? I'm doing better. Yeah, than ever yeah, in my no, I'm, yeah, yeah. Still, I'm still, hey, I'm still doing great. Yeah, well, that's good. No, I mean, no, it's I mean, all I, about... I, I just I haven't been here. I just, uh, it just seems like LA's just sucked to have been in. Yeah, this month. If um, yeah. if you were a restaurant <coughs> worker, we might be having yeah, a different right. conversation. Yeah, right. That's right. very true. Yeah. That's very true. But it's one of those realms where actually being an actor kind of like can help your um, you know your chances for surviving the pandemic. Uh, yeah, and I, you know everything now is uh, self tape, and the commercial ones are just live zooms, and it's. It's good. It's good. I mean, I am someone that likes to be in the room when I audition, mm-hmm. especially for TV and, and film, because I feel like I can talk to the casting people, and if I have a call back, like, the producers see I'm not, like, some shithead actor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. You no, you you want to do the you want to have that energy exchange. Yeah, totally. You know? For yeah. sure. It's like, because we've been doing a lot of calls, and it's just, it's not the same as like being able to go there and then like comment, com- like talk about the guy's autograph football and like, you yeah. can kind of like win them over and stuff before the, you actually like do the pitcher or whatever. Now, I don't know who we're pitching with the, with the football, but like my, my whole thing that I can't stand with calls 
is like I can't settle into anything for like two hours before the call. Like I no, pick up I a know, book yeah. and right, I'm like, right, right. Uh, and then the worst is the 15 minutes before the call. It sucks. And I'm just like walking around in circles in my apartment. You're like, like Tarantino in that meme. Yeah. Where he's just like standing around, just staring at the wall. Yeah. And then, and then like two minutes before the call, you get the email that's like, uh, Brian's running 20 <laughs> yeah, minutes right, right, late. Right, You're yeah. just like, you know what? I just want to be like, fuck this. I don't even want to fucking yeah. talk to anybody yeah, no, anymore. I, I can't do this call shit anymore. And what? then, and also the getting off the call because usually these calls have like I don't know five or six people, and it's oh, always like, all right, okay. thanks, guys. Yep. No, okay, you no, guys too. You, good, Merry Christmas. Yep. Yeah, you, have a good one. Yeah, yeah. like, you get off. Okay, bye. Oh, actually, I was going to say one more thing. Okay. Well, no, I <laughs> right, guess we can talk right. about it next time. We can uh, Bill, talk you about it next time. All right, uh, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, have a good bye. Yep. bye. Okay, good talking. Bye. Bye. Right. Is everybody off? You, Okay, bye. But. Yeah. <laughs> or like getting off the Zoom, like where everyone at the same time goes to push the, the, the button to get off. And everyone does that, like, does the head move, like all sort of at the same oh, times God. to go, like, leave I, Zoom. I did enjoy Zoom. And I, I miss me on still, like, I feel like I'd still see some commercials out there that are still doing, like, the, can you guys hear me? <laughs> it's like, come on, that was like funny in April, and it wasn't even that funny. Yeah, like you're, yeah. you're still pushing the Zoom humor. Yeah, uh, but wildly enough, so because you've been on the pod uh, a good bit over the last couple of years, now you have your own podcast. I do. Yeah, I yeah. Do. Because I'm notoriously a huge fan of uh, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yeah, no, it's strictly The Bachelorette now, and then it'll go over to Bachelor and. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, like, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Um, but, you know, it was, it was, it's been fun so far. And, like, I, I, whenever I'm watching that show, I just have so much to say about how ridiculous it is. So, uh, a friend of mine who used to be on another Bachelor show was like, Would you want to just try this? And I was like, Yeah, what the hell? Let's do it. And um, I may have told, I don't know if I told you guys, but in like the first episode, I, uh, <coughs> basically blew up one of my friend's spots because he had told me that he had gone on a first date with an ex bachelorette mm -hmm. and it was like, he showed up and she was like, I'm going to bring two of my friends. And he was like, Oh, okay. I guess it'll be a double date. And then the other, uh, the guy who she brought was like hitting on her the whole time. And I said on the podcast who it was and what happened and everything. And then my friend got a text from the, ex-bachelorette the next day saying i listened to your friend's podcast i'm sorry you felt that way good luck with everything Ooh. oh cool. damn i was like whoa i didn't realize this had um <laughs> such a far reach already yeah <laughs> you Jesus. just you go into work you go into raven on on monday and she's got a camp good boy t-shirt and she's yeah, like right, so right. i guess we're putting uh putting a uh, psychedelic uh, god yeah, particle yeah, right. uh, thread into the new episodes <laughs> Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's happened to me a few times if I've like, not a lot, but a few times if I've ever like kind of run my mouth about something on, on this, on the podcast. Which is every week. <laughs> well, yeah, but something, especially like dating, like there was one episode where I was like, man, I'm never getting, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have a girlfriend. And I went out with this girl and she listened and she was like, <laughs> so like, are you like non-committal? And I was like, no, I mean like, don't take everything I say on here. Fucking, I mean, I'm just fucking running my mouth yeah I know. Uh, even though i do I know. kind of believe that no but i liked that the, after last week's episode
episode, like I was even seeing in the comments, people would be like, please don't wear diapers to bed. No girl will ever, no girl will ever sleep in the same bed as you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which by the way, shout out to her. Yeah. Um, and by the way, for all the listeners that are looking on the follow-up on the adult diaper, we're going to pick it up when Nick, <laughs> on Nick Scutt's episode. But I, I will tell you that I found an adult diaper that holds two pounds of urine. Hey, and, oh my and God. I will be doing a full. <laughs> I will be doing a full pressure test <laughs> on uh, the thing because we're we're dealing with the issue of um, having to go to the bathroom, interrupting good dreams. Yeah, so yeah. entertaining the idea of sleeping in in diapers. This uh, is a 2021 project. <laughs> yeah, that could also be part of the clothing line for like meth. Yeah. I feel like. Oh no! Yeah. Oh heroin! Oh built-in diapers. Heroin. Yeah, because yeah. I mean heroin. You're just like yeah. you're not yeah. you're not going getting up to go to the bathroom. Right. No. You're not so getting up for anything. The the heroin outfit can have a. Never, <laughs> but actually, the research I've been doing, some actually. Uh, are designed for fecal discharge. That's the. Mm. That's oh how they. God. That's how they do it. But I was but, like, man, th- this one holds thirty six ounces of of urine. That's that's a healthy like. That's, that's a like lot. a football that's game. That's like two giant uh, beers at like a football game, and like the, where where you like hold it and then finally go like and they're in halftime. Like, well, I mean, yeah. wait, wait, say it again. How much is it again? Thirty six ounces. Well, so it's yeah, about ounces. two pounds. Because I mean, think about like if you take like a long piss. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fluid. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a lot. I wonder how many pisses that is. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to find. That's yeah. what I'm going to find out. Yeah, right, right, and, right. and we'll be getting into more. I just know that a lot of listeners are going to be tuning in. And yeah. they've been waiting with bated breath to, to hear the, the follow-up on our right, right, illustrious right. Uh, episode last time. And no, we'll yeah, when you. Back into that when, uh, when Nick Scott comes back. If, you, if like, I had a podcast that was a little. Let's, let's say we. Had, so, shout out that, that podcast, Three Watchables, that mm-hmm. Bill Simmons does. It's a, it's a really great podcast. Um, if our podcast was that, you wouldn't really have to worry about, like, when you're going out into meeting somebody, if you said something that, like, you don't have to, like, cut or take back, but just, like, they might take it the wrong way if they, like, want to date you or something. Right. Yeah. This where yeah we're we're kind of like running our mouth about shit like yeah. that can not come back to bite you but like you know what kind of intel do you have on the uh, that's a great point what kind of intel do you have on the host of the Bachelor and what kind of numbers he was pulling in on <coughs> hooking up with those chicks oh, yeah. like, during the filming so I, I actually had more in I, I don't have any more info about him since I started this podcast but I do have. I, I uh, met him before the podcast. Mm. So one of my old roommates, we I, I used to live in this awesome house in Santa Monica with four other dudes. And we somehow, just a quick aside, we somehow got uh, this place for so cheap. We were all paying like $700 in rent. It was right near Santa Monica College beautiful five-bedroom house we the people who owned it like didn't realize how much it should cost and i remember i wrote them like a handwritten letter saying we love this place so much we would respect it and be so you know great tenants and everything and they were like that that uh card really meant a lot to us we'll we'll rent it to you guys wow and so while we were there one of my roommates knew a producer on the bachelor and they do these things where the bachelor will um go into quote watch parties where people are watching the show and the current bachelor will like come in with Chris Harrison, the host and all the girls go crazy. And they're like, what are you guys watching? And they're like, the bachelor, we love you, you know? And so 
my friends set it up. We had like a bunch of girls over. My friends set it up that they were going to crash our watch party. And so Chris Harrison shows up and like me and a couple of my friends were just drinking beer in the corner because we didn't want to be on, on the TV and, uh, you know, in this watch party. And uh, Chris Harrison like sidled up next to me and was like, hey, you got a beer for a player? <laughs> nice. I was like, are you, you're refer- oh, you're referring to you. Um, yeah, playa, we got a couple Coors Lights for you. Yeah. And I was like, this guy does not seem like he seems when he's hosting the show. No, like, he, yeah, he wants to butt chug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, right, right. He want, he, if I had a funnel, he would have been drinking out of it for sure. Oh, that's amazing. Wait, did you ever, yeah. did you ever, uh, like, have any desire to be on that show? No, but, like, so often people will be like, dude, you should be a contestant on that show. You should be a contestant on that show. And I was like, I really don't. You know, I'm not currently looking for love, guys, and I don't want to. I would ne- well, I mean, that's I would like- never do it. Not because I would never want to give up my like freedom for like. Or, like I'm sorry, not my for my privacy right. for that. Especially for totally. that, it's one thing to be like like if being an actor in something that's t- totally different. But like, that's a whole different thing, and I would never want to give my, my privacy for the, for that. Especially, I also wouldn't want to do that to my family. Yeah, because they bring your family totally. in and they make your family look like fucking idiots. Yeah, and in your identity. You, yeah, and then if you end, yes, if you end up going far, like it kind of has to become your career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and so many people go on it now because they want to get a ton of Instagram followers and then get paid for ads and then like go on bachelor in paradise and then, you know, be a, you know, show up and be a host on a special episode or whatever. It's like, that's not, that's well, not it's like if your life path is, I want to be reality trash and well, like, yeah, that's okay, what yeah, I want to yeah, do. Yeah, like in right. the same way of doing like the commercials, like the same character on the commercial, it's for kind sure. of like the lower hanging fruit of that. Yes. I think so. Yeah, because some people said, are per- perfectly fine yeah, right. being like, and then somehow like get an angle in on Vanderpump and like all the <laughs> yeah, other, no, and you exactly. kind of become like, you know, and then there's another reality show where all those reality trash people all live in the same house yeah, and they right, like right, right. have their own thing. And it's just like, it could keep going forever and ever as long as like the public is enamored with your trashiness. I wouldn't know right. how to, believe, I, the only reason, the only thing I would like to actually do if I ever went on there was just like Phil 38 meme Lord. <laughs> 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 I kind of like that. That'd I feel like you could kind of do that now, though, like do a, a tie in with Camp Goodboy. But then you also want to be like, OK, and then it's there's like kind of like a there's like a wink and a nod to it a little bit. I don't know. It, it just all seems well, like bad news to me. Thing, you want to be I've taken seriously like, as a man. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Well, the other thing I've learned is like it's all about the edit you get. Like so many people go on that show and they don't think that they're going to be portrayed as the villain. And then they are, and, and everybody hates them. And the, the season comes out, and they just get trolled for six months by people saying, go kill yourself and things like that. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. the trolls out there are crazy. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want the troll of a, of the, of a bachelor. No. no. That's just, that's another level of troll. I just don't oh think you get, God. who respects you? Yeah. And then, like, because I think one of the bachelors, uh, the second season, mm. after Patrick, was uh, now uh, we should have our own podcast. <laughs> we should have a bachelor podcast. Yeah, right. Um, it's uh, he had like a bar back in Cleveland, and then so like I bet for a hot minute your bar season uptick and stuff. But then yeah. like all your regular guys are like, man, I don't want to fucking hang out in here with all these like reality creeps. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just ruin everything. Yeah. You do it. There's a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like exciting because right. what reality did was it opened the door of like, oh my God, I always dreamed of like, you could be a movie star or like a TV actor, but like, I could actually do this and I'll like be on TV and it's like this, this new mm. thing. And now it's like the, the clown meme where it's like <laughs> yeah, the, the, the yeah, makeup totally. gets a little bit more <laughs> painted out. It's like, yeah, I could be just yeah. as famous as a movie star doing this. And he's fully, <laughs> in a cl- fully dressed as a clown. It's so true. I don't, I, there was a period where I actually was kind of like think, not very thinking of doing it, but I was just like bringing it up at parties. Yeah. And I was like, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. That would just fucking suck. Yeah, it's a, it's a slippery slope. And, yeah. and, then, and then what if what if you're one of the people that's on it? You have six months of uh, fame, I guess, and then they don't want you back. Right. Then oh, what where? do you do? Then how do you enter the world again and say, yeah, that was me? Yeah, they, they can be <laughs> testers for our, our drug line of clothing. Yeah, right, right. Well, I would just get steamrolled because the whole, like, competition of it all, I'd be like, what? Ugh. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to yeah, compete against that. this fucking douchebag? Yeah. I would hate that. I, I don't, hate what, that. what am I doing like, right now? Dirty dudes trying to talk to one woman gives me such anxiety. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I would hate it immediately. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. They would be like, did you get your time yet? And I'd be like... No, I, I I don't know why I'm here. I, I don't want to go home. Because I've been I've been in that position. I mean, every guy's been in that position where it's like you got your eye on a girl at a party, and another yeah. guy's got, and then you're in this like contest. And I'm like, oh, I never. Once I knew there was a competition, I'm like, hey, my buddy, take her. Yeah, I'm gonna totally. fucking go like. I don't know. She's all yours, bro. I'm going to go to the bathroom for the five millionth time just to get out of this party, you know? Oh, man, that sucks when you're at a party and you start doing the walk around. And you're like, well, wait, maybe I'll just go to the bathroom. And when I come out, there'll be somebody. There'll be an opening for somebody I can talk to. And then you do, like, the double walk around. And then, like, I think one time. And then you you find yourself with the other walk arounders. Yeah. And then it's just like. Well, no. the, The party smoked you. One of the. Yeah, no, kind of. Well, it usually happens when you just don't know anybody. But that sucks when that happens at a party and you do know people mm-hmm. and you're just not yeah. you're just not in a circle at the moment and one of the best like things to realize in life is when you realize you can just leave yeah and when you realize that you're in a walk or when you start doing laps you don't have to do that no you're fucking you irish leave. yeah that's irish. a great feeling when it's just like because i've had that at parties where i'm like especially when we first moved out here and we went to a few like industry events and you don't know anybody there and no one really fucking they know you. They say hi to you, yeah. but they don't. Really, they're not your friend. Yeah. No, so no, nobody care. cares that you optioned your spec script. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're just there, and yeah, you start doing the laps. Yeah. And it sucks, and it's it'd be. It, I wish I could go back and be like, once once you do one lap and you can't connect on anything, fucking Irish, or just go to the bar next door. <laughs> be like, oh, this is so Seriously? much better yeah. than a jukebox. Yeah. Oh get man! Some, get some uh, cactus drugs going. <laughs> yeah, realizing that you don't have to do laps. You yeah. can just fucking if yeah. you're not connecting, just fucking virus. Yeah, this isn't tra- tra- no. this isn't a track meet. No, it's not at all. <laughs> oh, it's a great it's a great feeling. Yeah, Irishing is the best. Oh, it, it feels so good. As soon as you as soon as you see that Uber pull up and you're in there, if you get like a good Uber, maybe he plays like good tunes. Yeah, and as soon as you oh. get back home, maybe you have like a dog yeah. or whatever. You, you just get home. It's like ah. Oh. Yeah, Queen's Gambit or whatever the yeah, fuck you're doing. Yeah, I, I actually, if I, I, my thing too is if I'm gonna Irish, I'll do like a little like Instagram story about Irishing and, and put like a Van Morrison song and like some leprechauns ju- jumping like as I'm like as I'm going out of the party. Right, right. Yeah. No, I mean that's really I I just like I mean I do like going to parties, but uh, 
Yeah, ah, it is. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. It sucks when that's, you know what? That's why I, I used to, I had this little light, little baby life hack where I'd go to a party and I would just sit like on, like sit next to the refrigerator mm-hmm. and just like hang out because there would be people in there and then they would leave. But you always have a revolving door of people coming in to get drinks. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time people will stick around and like talk. You're just stand by by the refrigerator because people are always coming in. You, you, that is a good one. You know what's a, if you want to make uh, if you want to avoid that too, and you want to like go in and be a little bit more active in making friends, bring Coke. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that's right. That works. That's a slam dunk. <laughs> that is oh the hat. Like that. It's like you know what? I'm kind of feeling like I don't want to do laps, and I want to really make an effort. Come heavy. <laughs> Yeah, like just a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you just yeah, you, you just got fucking an eight ball in each pocket. You're gonna be so popular. <laughs> yeah, so true. popular. You know what though? That can backfire because when it runs out, you're really gonna see who your friends are. <laughs> you're really gonna see if those you're really gonna see if those friends that you made are, are gonna be are gonna be in it to win it with you and like you know, gonna are gonna be like groomsmen and stuff like that, or if it's just right, a, right, right. it's just a one off because yeah, then you're, you're really just pushing off the inevitable moment where you're like, ah man, I got an Irish exit. Yeah, no, <laughs> then you have to do a Colombian exit because you're you're you 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 left the party, you're all coked up, nobody's talking to you, and your jaw is like, does you could even talk Ooh. to anybody if you want? And then you have to leave and go home and sit by yourself for eight hours and fucking. Think about oh, if, you, if you even want to be alive. Oh, oh yeah, God. right. That, that is the Colombian exit. <laughs> or, you know what? Or, or uh, you just don't go to the party. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can do that, too. That's what I've kind of enjoyed about mm. COVID is because, like, party... I mean, I know there are parties going on that I have no desire to go to just because of, like, that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, like, little get-togethers. Like, the get-togethers we do at, like, Solco's place. It's, like, five of us in the backyard. Like, mm. sign me up for Doing that. ketamine. <laughs> Any day. Yeah. Sign me up all day for, like, a like a five, four to five dude hangout yeah. in a backyard around a fire. With ketamine. With ketamine. Uh, you uh, know, the, uh, like, I'm just I, like, I don't miss parties. I had a hack really. actually when I was younger. I don't, I don't do it as much as I used to just because I'm, I'm older and I'm, you know, trying not to be an alcoholic, but, uh, they, if I knew I had to go to like a wedding, uh, an engagement party or something on Saturday mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be sort of the cold, cold one in and having to do the walk around and stuff. I would go out drinking even if by myself the night before, because uh-huh. if you go out and tie one on the night before and kind of have your like. You're just by yourself drinking. You're not having to do that. And then you get into like a three o'clock gin and tonic. Oh, yeah, right. Dude, the second you walk in the fucking party, you're, you're, you're like fucking Richard Pryor on this fucking Sunset yeah, Strip. Yeah, right, right, right. Like you're, yeah. you're on fuego with yeah. like your, are, your, yeah, your... Yeah, there are definitely times you have that hangover where you're like, <clears throat> oh, man, I am... I am fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. You have those, sure. those, like a couple, like a Bloody Mary <laughs> and like a couple of them like shower and then get into like a three o'clock gin and tonic. Yeah, You're yeah. going to be the shit at yeah, that part. true. And you can always, and then you can always talk about like, oh man, I got hammered last night. Uh, yeah. That's a, you know, that's yeah, a, for sure. You always have like a you story. you that guy at the party. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, I guess maybe that, cause that kind of happens a little bit. At a wedding, a little bit, but then the ceremony can yeah. kind of take the wind out of your sails, sort of. But yeah, I guess you can kind of have that. Yeah, I don't know. The f- I, I wedding weekends, whatever they, they're fun. I'm, I'm all, I kind of want to just start doing wedding weekends where I just go over the first night and then I leave. 
Right. Oh, actually, the first night's just more fucking fun. I don't know. I, I actually I went to a wedding in Martha's Vineyard for the weekend, and I sat out the Friday night events to do my own thing. That's yeah. a new. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a new a good, way because yeah. I didn't want to do the. The the first yeah, night and right. thing I wanted to be the the gin and tonic uh, life of the party guy. <laughs> right, right, so right. I just went to like a vineyard bar by myself and got like torched with a bunch with, of with locals. like Kevin's face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, I will say though, if you if you do the first night of the the wedding and you really do well, then the next couple days of the of the wedding can be a blast. Yeah, because yeah. you're kind of wedding famous. You're wedding yeah. famous. That's yeah, exactly true. Right. true, true, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are definitely wedding famous. So I guess what we're saying is you got you have to get really hammered the night before the first night. Mm-hmm. Wow, the th- oh the Thursday night. It yeah. too though the is Thursday a sli- it's a slippery slope because you can either be wedding famous or that guy. Yeah, and you've kind of overstayed your welcome. A little yeah, because like, like you got it, you got in when like the bride and groom got in, and you you like already kind of had your time with them, and yeah. they're like, all right, we see him, dude. I had I was a that guy at a wedding about twelve years ago, and I threw up in a garbage can like in front of a lot of people, and oh, I no. threw up so hard that I had uh, broken blood vessels all around my eyes. Ooh. So no. the next night for the wedding like even at the reception there was a lot of like it was like the head turns and eyes wide shut when they see Tom Cruise in there it was oh, like oh wow yeah the party like it was not not good but I you know I put I pulled it together yeah um, you made it through it you're yeah. here today I, I'm to getting tell the story that was actually the last time the last wedding I was at I kind of I was doing some laps and I wish I could go back and then leave because that's always worse when you do the laps at a wedding mm. Because no one gives a, f- I mean, no one gives a no. fuck about you yeah. at all. Like you, you no. kind of can't like sync with the music. Like maybe you enter like the dance circle and no one cheered. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh fuck. But man. then you you need to find your like Kevin Klein mentor guy <laughs> who sees what's going on. He's like, hey buddy, you should have brought tracks shoes. All these laps you're doing. He's like, he's, he's got yeah, but, yeah, he's like. You ever done this uh, drug? It's like, yeah, don't let the prickles uh, burn. We're going to get right inside here and do some cactus drugs. God, the laps, the party laps. Yeah. Oh, man. Nothing like them. But, yeah, but at a wedding, but you don't want to, like, that's why I didn't leave because you never want to be like, oh, where'd he go? But at the same time, do a bride and groom really give a fuck about where you are? No. You know, they're, like, getting, like, they're getting, like, uh, Pushed up and down on chairs and yeah. the dance floor. You know, it's funny care. you say that because I did an apology to a buddy who got married uh, one time. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. I was like, I was that guy. He's like, do you think anyone cared about <laughs> you at that wedding? Like, that is the other thing. That's the other thing. Like, we, everybody, everybody makes themselves way more important than they actually are mm-hmm. in so many situations. But especially at a wedding, like, you think, oh my god, I think I was too drunk, and everyone's gonna think. And nobody's thinking about you at someone else's wedding. Yeah. No. You know? But also, I got to say, that dance circle at a wedding, uh, that's nerve-wracking. Because if you, there's nothing worse than going into a circle and dancing and thinking like you're doing good moves and no one cheers. Yeah. That's a shitty feeling. You know, if you're going to go in the, if you're going to go in the the, the dance circle, you better have been watching some Michael Flatley (laughs) videos before before it that sucks. It really happens. sucks if, if no one's cheering. It's like, oh shit! No, I'm not meeting a and fucking bridesmaid tonight. You yeah. can't wait too long because if somebody goes out and they get those cheers, you're not gonna want to go right in. You don't want to follow that. No, up. no, and you better bring it in like the the grabbing the foot and pulling it back. That's not enough. Yeah, that's not gonna <laughs> no, get you through it. Or enough. like the hammer dance Although isn't gonna, gonna get it done. One. I do, I do like the grabbing the the leg and 
you know. Oh, it's a class. It's a classic. That's a classic move. That's a classic. Move. When you did that for the first time, you were like fucking talking about Richard Pryor on the Sunset Strip. You yeah. were like, God, uh, yeah. the first guy to do that at a party, at yeah. a wedding party, crushed. If People you were like, whoa, that's like not cool, but the way that he's doing it right now is so <laughs> right. cool. What is that dance called? The, the foot grab? I don't. I don't yeah, even know what it's called. The foot grab, <laughs> knee jerk. If you can do a dolphin. If you can do like a oh, legitimate dolphin, you're meeting your wife that night. Yeah, like like <laughs> yeah. like uh, like um, like Ace Ventura level fucking like. Yes. You're just you're going getting you're, really you're high getting up air here. like you're actually yeah. yeah yeah. I've never been tie around the head guy. No. No, me either. That's but is that even real? Like you know, you always saw uh, growing up. It was like. If you're really drunk, you put a lampshade on your head. That's not real, is it? Right. I've seen it. I, actually, we took a Vegas trip. I have some pictures of <laughs> yeah, right. somebody. We definitely got a, uh, something taken out of the deposit on. The last <laughs> wedding I was at, there was a guy who went tie around. As soon as the ceremony was over and before he was even drunk, he already had the tie around the head. I'm like, you're just, there you go. Dude, Dude I, that was, guy was definitely a legend in college. And he's not. <laughs> yeah. He's having trouble letting it go. Yeah, he's not doing great right now. Well, you can't be you can't be that confident in your personality if you're already tired on the head before like yeah, yeah, the fucking right. party stuff. He just wanted to make sure nobody else was gonna try to be that guy. He's yeah, right. like, "This is my thing." <laughs> oh, actually, Jono, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I just forgot something I wanted to uh, bring up is because I've been at a party in your house where uh, weed gummies have been uh, dispersed. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Are you a regular weed gummy user? You know, I'm not. I'm not a. Um, I'm actually not a big weed guy all around. Right. Um, um, it must have been somebody else that gave me the gummy. But uh, I've been. I've been. I, I enjoy the the gummies. I like to microdose the gummies actually to just get like just a, a little piece. just a little just a little piece, and I sort of get into these insightful ideas. But I went into this zone. Where I was just like, I'm like, zoos are not okay. Like, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually totally agree with that. Dude, like, if you think about it, like, it put yourself, yeah. so, like, you look down at the orangutans all sitting there, and they're That's just it. sitting there looking up at all these people staring at you. Like, sure, they've got like proper food and bev, like, on, on tap there, and like, yeah. you know, they get clean. And I think the zookeepers are generally decent people that care about the animals, but it's not really about having their needs met like physically. Like are these zookeepers have like, um, psych, psych animal psychology degrees and like working with them through what it's like to be sitting there and just like literally just chewing on grass for days on end, watching no. these idiots in a parade. And then I was thinking about, it, I was like, what would the human equivalent be? Like we're stuck in like a suburban house as like, aliens walk by and like look in the windows at us you know what i mean mean, you're in there with your family and like you get like you get like turkey and like other meals and you're in there with your family like you can watch netflix and stuff but then like you just look over and there's just like there's the grays are outside just like looking in the windows just staring at you like doing your thing and you can't leave the house and that's that fucked me up yeah, no, I, I I totally agree with that. I mean, whoever came up with Planet of the Apes definitely went to a zoo before and was like, I have an idea for a huge Took a weed movie. gummy, yeah. Yeah. And here you know, I'm here. I, I thought the same thing. The last time I went to a zoo, I forget where it was, but I remember being like, you know what, I'm gonna go to a zoo. That that could be fun. And I saw the gorillas. And there was one gorilla, some he had a newspaper in his hand because some idiot dropped a newspaper over the 
the railing. Mm-hmm. Why you're reading a newspaper at a zoo? I, I don't even know. But right. and and the gorilla was just like holding it, and he looked so depressed. And then he had a moment where he just like ripped up the newspaper really in a crazy way, and I was like, oh. He is depressed. He's not happy mm. at all, and he wants people to know it. He's being yeah, like right. this because they're smarter than you think. And like, yeah. totally. actually, one thing I respect about monkeys and that they do is they they'll <laughs> defecate in their hands and throw it at people. Yeah, and yeah. that tells move. me that they don't respect us mm. whatsoever. Because For if sure. I if I were to do that, if I were to allot that option towards another human being, it would be somebody that I was like. I fucking hate you, and this is how bad. Yeah, and right. they're just there. Like I think that they are more aware of what's going on than we think. Because for yeah. you to for you to go, because um, you know what that stuff is in your hand. Yeah, you know what. And, and if you're throwing it, you yeah. obviously know that it's to inflict yeah. discomfort on another person. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so yeah, I, I just think, and then because well, then people are like, oh, so well, we just like let the cows free and and we we let everybody free and like what are they going to do well here's what they do in india they (laughs) the places where cows are respected and and not eaten and they roam freely dude people give them bells and like if you are in an ashram or something the cows will they come down each day and they come visit people Mm. the kids come up pet it everybody's happy and they actually what you don't even realize they're just like literally walking around house to house freely walking around getting snacks getting treats spreading good fucking uh uh, obine vibes that's nice yeah bovine vibes bovine vibes yeah i like that word bovine yeah (laughs) i just i don't think we give these animals enough credit for what they would actually do if given the chance and it'd be like a little versions of like what it's like to have a dog in mm. your house and yeah because when you were talking about zoos and how they're trapped in there here i'm complaining about like doing laps at parties <laughs> 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 they do laps all day and they can't fucking leave yeah and no it's i not mean even a party. Fuck, dude yeah it's not even like, a party don't yeah. get me started on the sea life uh element the, i mean yeah that's yeah. black <gasps> blackfish came along it was just like yeah no more of this yeah no more yeah. butchy no more. Uh, well, wow. Um, before we find out, uh, figure out how much time left. So we got, you got John, o, uh, M- Michael try, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, and, Thank uh, you. you got that on the Amazon. You got the, uh, Raymond's home on the, uh, Raymond's home. you <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Raymond's home on the Disney channel. Yeah. yeah. It's like, um, what would that be? That's like, Raymond's. It's a big yeah, Ray Romano, Ray, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Razor Ramon. He's a psychic. <laughs> no. Um, anyways, and then we got the uh, Bachelor, the John Wilson. Uh, Wait, Bachelor yeah. What's podcast. your ba- What's your Bachelor podcast called? Uh, it's called Walk You Out. Oh, uh, oh. yeah. That's that a is good- the uh, that's the term that all the bachelors and bachelorettes use when they are cutting someone. Right. Okay. Saying, uh, can we walk you out? Yeah, that's oh, that's a good Bachelor podcast title. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and then um, I was actually had a really tiny role in a movie called Jungle Land. Oh, Jungle oh yeah, that came yep. out. Yeah, um, that my my good friend Teddy Bresman wrote. Yep, it's shout a good, out. Good flick that's on demand, and uh, and, and hopefully the AT and T commercial will just be gangbusters. Uh, it's gonna be gangbusters. <laughs> and then you film that AT and T commercial, and then they probably start airing it like what the next week. I think, yeah, probably pretty soon. I'm sure they crank those things out. I think so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Dude, hope you, so. You're, you're, you're fucking tearing up the end of 2020. Yeah. Ah, thank you. I feel, I'm, I'm very grateful for the end of 2020. Hey, for, gra- more, for many reasons. 
Gratitude. It attracts right? more abundance. And as we're going into the, which is supposed to be the age of Aquarius. And in fact, oh my God, holy shit. We're, if my watch is right, 622 is when the Jupiter and Saturn are crossing in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. So we are oh. minutes. What do, you, what do you have at the official clock there, Phil, in your... 619. 619. So we're three minutes away from uh, wow. from actually entering this new portal. And by the way, not for nothing, the last time this happened ushered in the Renaissance uh, period that took us out of the plague, which, ah. hey, I mean, ah. hey, it doesn't take an Nostradamus to do the math here or what we're ah. coming out with and what uh, we might be looking forward to. Ah. So these uh, many <laughs> more AT&T commercials to come for you, uh, Mr. Mr. Hey, Wilson. there we um, go. That's but, what I like to hear. But, yeah, God, I mean, me, girl, girls that are really into meta- metaphysical stuff, they're fucking having, they're all out oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this is supposed to be the beginning of a 200-year uh, period of, like, uh, renaissance. So I'm tracking with that. I feel that that's Let's hope be, so. Yeah, I mean, we got our, dr- we got so. our drug line. Yeah, we got our vaccines. Yeah. I think I a guess. lot of good creative stuff will, will come out of this last year and, you know, last... Uh, you know, 20, 20 to 50 years even of like, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, like everything just kind of came to a culmination this year and there was something in the air. Like it was an apocalypse. You feel it, you know? It was fully an apocalypse. Between yeah, March and 8th that, and October 20th, 100% uh, an apocalypse. We built- I'm really, really hoping that some really good stuff comes out of it. And I'm hoping even more then I'll be a part of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and of course. I have a feeling, uh, John o. Wilson, that you will. And you too. <laughs> yeah. You, you both as well, I think. Uh, well, um, same thing. Phil, as we're counting down to the uh, to the uh, Age of Enlightenment, how much time we got there left? Got about two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> two minutes, perfect. Wow, two minutes is going to get us right to that, that point of Aquarius. That's right, folks. It's time for the Camp Good Boy shout out All right, let's give some uh, Instagram shout out. By the way, before I forget, got to give a shout out to Tracy Craft, oh, uh, lawyer, well, yeah, listener, and uh, was very keen to hear about the diaper follow up. And uh, oh, we're yeah, just well, gonna have to wait till Nick Scott comes back on. I got a lot of, I got a lot of. Sh- I'm really ending the year with a lot of shout outs. So shout out, nice. clause, shout out, clause is coming to town. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. here we go. Okay, hey, shout out, icy fly sigh. Hey, shout out, shout out, shout out. Hey, shout out. He's got a great Warren Zevon uh, picture on his. Profile Viva LaBauer. Hey, shout out, shout out, shout out. Hey, shout out, Christopher Hersey. Hey, shout out, shout out, shout out. Hey, huge shout out. Yeah. The biggest, one of the biggest shout outs. Yeah. Flat Boy Burgers. Oh, shout out up in Edmonton. Like, Edmonton. That one of our their sandwiches is named after us. Yep. I mean, one of the back end. That's like the biggest shout out ever. Yep. We well, got a, we cool. got a sandwich at a sandwich shop up in uh, Calgary. Is up in Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. Oh, so that's awesome. We're so he, fucking he, global. That's amazing. So we can't thank you enough. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure he's listening to this as he's cutting up some uh, potatoes. Yeah. He's probably making a camp burger. He's <laughs> he probably making a camp burger right, yeah. right now. And he's also that's got a delicious. he's got a Camp Goodboy T-shirt and a mug on on the mail. Nice. <laughs> Edmonton. Uh, so huge <laughs> shout out. Can't thank you enough. Uh, again, that's Flat Boy Burgers. Uh, hey, shout out. Welcome back to Instagram, Brendan Donnelly. Hey, shout out. Welcome shout back. Out. Shout out. Shout out. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, shout the out. Me- the memes are your ticket home. Shout out uh, another great new follower, uh, Tiff Novak. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Big shout, shout out. out. Hey, shout out Naptown Scoop. 
Shout out. Shout out uh, Jeff Harkins. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out John is twinning. Hey, shout out. Shout, shout out. out. Hey, shout out another great follower, Krusty95. Hey, shout out. You guys, shout are, out. You guys are all great followers, by the way. I don't want to yeah. they're all Hey, shout out uh, my good buddy, Griswold Nation. Oh, shout, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out GS3100. Shout out. Shout out. He loves his shout outs. Yep. <laughs> hey, shout out KC Coxie. Shout out. Shout out. Shout hey, out. shout out longtime follower, Billy Fenwick. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Shout out, Billy. Uh, hey, shout out. Um, I knew him uh, when I was in Roanoke. Um, Miles J. Hopkins. Hey, shout, shout out. out. Shout out. Well. Hey, shout out Thinwald Mercury and Antoine Diligent. Hey, shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out. out. Uh, and hey, three more. Shout out Amy Tang XX, loyal follower, loyal listener. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out Audrey High. Shout out. Big shout, shout out. out. Shout out the Jort Report. Hey, shout out. Huge shout, shout out. out. Yeah. And that's it, guys. I hope you all have a uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a happy yeah. holidays. And, and a happy holidays. Happy, happy Aquarius Day. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the age of Aquarius. Yeah, it's starting. We are. Oh, are we, we're in it now. Oh, we're now in it. We're two minutes in. You know what? So I like the second part of that song much more than the first part. Let the sunshine in. I like that way more. Yeah, that's a great. But that sounds great. Uh, that it's like, um, yeah, let the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah. that part's so good. But in, and it's interesting because that band is the fifth dimension, right. and that is what like mystics and metaphysics souls sirs say that we're moving into is the. We have been in the third dimension, which is our physical reality. Mm. The fifth dimension is the more sort of like uh, where I'll just be thinking about something and Jono will text me. I'll be thinking about uh, uh. Jono and he'll like that. We're going to be into a more, we're getting into a more like mystical, magical now, realm. Now, is the fifth dimension, are they still alive? Do they still, do they do like casinos and Probably. Like I think I, yeah, I think I saw them on my way out to Morongo, <laughs> uh, a couple of billboards in the Morongo. They could really use yeah. this age, this new age of Aquarius. Yeah. They just like... Wow, we started on like kind of cactus <laughs> metaphysical drugs, and we we're ending on that. Yeah, but I feel like in like three months we'll be doing the podcast like levitating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be great. We won't yeah. even be talking; it'll just be a podcast of our thoughts. Yeah. So wait, so we got Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's, but those are the three holidays left. Right? We got Hanukkah. I thought Hanukkah was Hanukkah over. Hanukkah just ended. Oh, it just yeah, ended. So they, they got oh, they yeah. had their yeah. fun. We we shouted you guys out last time. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see Smokey Robinson was doing a cameo and he called Hanukkah Chanuka? Chanuka. He didn't. He didn't know. He didn't know that it was. Hanukkah. Hey, Smokey's a little out of touch. <laughs> Sent the cameo saying, "I hope you have a happy Chanuka." Oh, it's, it was. He, is he canceled? <laughs> I don't know. Cancel. I don't think so. Cancel. Think cancel. So. Smokey Robinson. But like, uh, there was a gr- someone made a great point. They're like. Like really, like back in the day, you didn't have any like Jewish lawyers or Jewish record executives. Like, yeah, you don't know that that's how Hanukkah spelled. Or yeah. just like never had to spell Hanukkah ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Chanuka. Come on, Smokey. Yeah, come on, come on, Smokey. Come on, Smokey. I, mean, I think it's hilarious. But... Yeah. Oh my god. Also, wow. Did you do you think he saw that coming when he was writing tracks of my tears that he'd be doing cameo? Oh man. <laughs> He's like one of the greatest musicians ever. Wait, Jono, you're you're like maybe borderline in the cameo realm. Would you ever? Would you ever hit camp? Do cameos? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, dude, you're just like if you you just pick up fifty bucks like off the street. I mean, it's basically. I, yeah, I really. I know. I my my biggest fear is that I'm I'd sign up and just never get a request. <laughs> right. It's worth a try. I mean, it's worth a try. Yeah, what the hell? I would, I would buy. It's the age of Aquarius. I might as well. I would buy Jono cameos for myself. (laughs) Oh wow, that's so dark. (laughs) Like 
Jesus, I have to do another cameo for Phil. Oh, God. Hey, <laughs> Phil, this is Jono again. Uh, I'm sending this message to you from you. Uh, you, you, you can just text me, man. <laughs> yeah. Or hey, FaceTime you, me. It gets to the point where you're giving him, like, numbers to psychiatrists. <laughs> But like the, the but like the 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 money's so good, like you can't not do yeah, it. Yeah, like, not do it. Yeah. So I'm I'm from my new Marina Del Rey condo that you paid for. <laughs> do you like it? I'd have you over, but I'm worried I'm going to get murdered because this is psychotic. <laughs> There's got to be there must be cameo people out there, not not people that do it, but people that order them. A celebrity to themselves. There's got to be some cameo weirdos out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Big time. Well, Big time. Well, all right. So it was a good, well, good 2020. Camp Goodboy. We had a good year. Uh, what am I, Robert Duvall? <laughs> yeah. We had a good year. Camp Goodboy had a good year. Yeah, they really did. Feel good about the year we had here. Yup. Yeah. Yup. And it's only going to get better. Everything's going to get better, too. Yeah. Well, it has to. It's the age of Aquarius. Like, because if it doesn't, then all these songwriters and fucking (laughs) Bible writers and shit are full of shit. Yeah. And they might be. Yeah. (laughs) That's on the, that's in the cards. Yeah. It's like, it's like you talking all this stuff and like Jupiter and Saturn are the, that meme that's like, or DiCaprio laughing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, Jono, safe travels. Yeah. Good luck tomorrow. Knock them dead. I appreciate it. Dead. And we'll, always, we'll, always have a blast with you guys. Uh, likewise. I will talk to you in the new year. Sounds good. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All right. All right. Stay safe, everyone. All right. We'll Later, talk to guys. you in the new year. Well, 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 so we'll talk to you. All right. All right. So, uh, Okay, should we? So, oh wait, I was. Uh, happy, well, I guess we can talk oh, about the happy holidays. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. stay safe. Okay. Bye. See you guys. Happy holidays. All right, bye bye.